We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time and Matthew Spinauer and Theo Ash. Have a great episode planned for you all today. Going to talk about some of the wildcard teams, those situations in each conference. Uh, but before we get into that, we're actually going to talk about uh, the Raiders deciding to bench Derek Carr. But before we talk about all the great football things that are going around the league, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I've been better. I've been, I know, uh, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tough, tough couple days. Uh, couldn't make the live yesterday. You guys were talking about it. All the uh, pipes in my house burst in Cincinnati. Uh, the video of it, it's like raining in the house. <laughs> um, it's so, it sucked. Uh, yeah. So I, I spent all day yesterday driving down there and cleaning that stuff and moving the fish we have that. They made it, so that's good. Hey, but like it's it's, it's just, pretty. It's, you could have just put them in the kitchen, have them, <laughs> had them swim around like all all sorts of places. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's not so bad. <laughs> I, less stuff than you would think got ruined. I mean, even some of the, like like the fridge still works. My friend in, in one of his rooms had this TV. But it didn't get messed up because all the water got trapped between the drywall and the paint. So there's like this big water bubble. But the TV <laughs> itself was okay. Um, I imagine yeah, repairing I mean, the like, drywall is going to be more expensive than getting a new TV. Well, the drywall was going to be messed up anyway. I guess that's fair. Do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's gonna I know it's bad. I mean, dude, part of the ceiling fell on the stove and cracked it and took a big chunk out of it. It's oh kinda my funny. God. Yeah, dude. No, it, it it was bad. But I live on the top floor and my computer is okay, which is how I'm here now, so that's good. Yeah. And somehow nobody's mattress got wet. We went we went three for three on nobody's mattress getting soaked. But I spent all day yesterday doing that, driving to Cincinnati cleaning the house driving back but it'll be livable in like a week and it'll be all good in like a month so that's good. i'm okay 
I feel pretty lucky. I feel pretty lucky because of all the the havoc that's been flying around in this country <laughs> or right now. And I've been having to f- like get me home and my girlfriend Cammy home from Minnesota to Arizona. And like that could totally be a disaster with everything that's happened. You hear these stories about people sitting on flights for 13 hours. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh, I have not. Yeah, it's been, but I had a pretty smooth travel day. Like there's a couple things like my gate got changed and it was kind of confusing. And uh, I had a flight that got delayed a couple hours, but overall it was pretty comfortable and uh, nothing totally got ruined over the holidays when it, in terms of the weather, it was just really cold in Minnesota. And then I got back to Flagstaff yesterday, beautiful night in flag. It was like 45 degrees, just, you know, great, great temperature. Just, you know, have, have my coat, just kind of walking around. And then overnight it snowed about eight inches. And we woke up this morning to like this winter wonderland. I drive back to my apartment and all the power is out. So I had to, I have to record this podcast elsewhere and we'll see how the internet does (laughs) at the place I'm at right now. And uh, at least my house isn't flooded. So, and my (laughs) ceiling hasn't fallen I'm glad to hear everything's going perfect for you. (laughs) Onto my... uh, (laughs) Well, it's going bad, but it could always, I, I, I could, you be, could always be me. Things yeah. could also be worse. <laughs> well, it could always be worse. Yeah. I could be mad. It, it doesn't yeah, get much so. worse than that, man. So it's, uh, yeah. it doesn't get much worse than that. You're both struggling a little bit right now. I did see that. I could be Matt. I could be Derek Carr. You could be I Derek could Carr. You job. could lose your job. That's true. Uh, he's still getting paid, though. So it could be, even for Derek Carr, it could be worse. Um, no, I, I know. I saw, I saw this morning that Southwest Airlines is getting sued because they had 158,000 158, flights get canceled. Well, is that because of the weather? Yeah. Well, what the hell are they going like, to do? There's, there's like, like, they were the only ones some, who did it. No, because they had uh-huh. like more cancellations than everyone else. So it was okay, so well, like there was like some investigation going Southwest on with Southwest Airlines, <laughs> unless they're considering sponsoring yeah. the show. In which case, I love Southwest <laughs> Airlines, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I yeah, did we see, all have to defend Southwest. <laughs> Southwest, those I flew and it was terrible. So, all those Southwest passengers should be glad uh, that those planes were on the ground. Facts. They don't know how bad it was up there. It wasn't it bad wasn't at bad. all. You could have totally flown. <laughs> <laughs> at least through whatever passage I went down. Yeah. But oh, it could be worse. It could always be worse. It could always be worse. You could always get benched for Jarrett Stidham. That's the moral of the story here. You could, yeah. Is, is the Derek I don't really Carr know what to make over? of that. I mean, over? like, yeah. I think it's totally unfair. I think it's going to, I think it's totally unfair. I think that it's like gross mismanagement of the team. Derek Carr loves the Raiders he more does. than any quarterback loves his team. <laughs> that guy is crying during press conferences. He's talking about like, I'll retire if I don't play for the Raiders. Like that guy loves to play for the Raiders. And he hasn't been like that bad. You expected it to be better. You really did. But this offense is like, I looked it up. It's 14th in yards picked up per drive. It's 11th in points per drive, and Carr is 11th in EPA per drop back. Like, maybe you expected him to be top 10 with Devontae Adams of the year he had last year, but 
to say like, oh, this is benchable is pretty messed up. Like to not give them a year yeah. to maybe like figure some things out. Cause they've been unlucky with the record this year with all the blown leads. And a lot of the blown mm-hmm. leads haven't even been his fault. Like the one against the Rams, for example, uh, there was a, the pick that he threw at the end of the first half was pretty bad. Um, but he only got to throw it like six times the entire second half. How could it be his fault? <laughs> right? He didn't do anything. Like they didn't give him the, they just ran it up the middle, even though it wasn't working. And the defense yeah. couldn't get off the field. So like that's not his fault. And a lot of these, like a lot of these comebacks and, and whatever, like the second half of games have been bad for them. And that's, that's slightly on him for sure. He hasn't been as sharp as he has been in the past. Um, I, I do think that, you know, there's, definitely players that he hasn't played up to his standards but to say like oh man we're gonna cut him we're gonna bench him we're not gonna let him finish out the season and that's the book on mcdaniels is every it's not a very secret thing that he doesn't like manage people well and he is kind of an ego and um to me that's what this move feels like is he's just like i don't care about I, I'm sure all the Raiders fans are pissed off at this move. I'm sure that the Raiders players like Carr are pissed off. It's like, it just feels like I'm going to put in my New England guy that I, because, right, Stidham's from yeah. New England. It just feels like, yeah, well, I'm yeah. I coached him. He can do a better job than Carr. And I'll tell you, if he does, I'll take it all back. Good job, McDaniels. But I bet he can't. And I bet, like, of all the things that have happened this season, this one feels the most gross from McDaniels. It's such a him thing to do i don't know they're in a tough spot i mean if they want to go get a new quarterback i guess they don't want to guarantee Carr all this money i've seen that thing it's like he's getting this big guarantee if he's not cut by february or whatever it is i don't know where they're gonna find another guy unless they're like (laughs) really committed to drafting like levis or richardson or stroud or whoever um but they're not i mean they're not gonna have like a top five pick and there's definitely not any better options out there right. than Carr. They've had a very weird yeah. season. You know how many the games they've played that were not single score? Two. Like two? Yes, yeah. two. Nice. Literally two like the one. entire season. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I mean, the record is bad, but I agree it's like, they, they, there's totally a they're world not even eliminated like a, from they're not even eliminated from the playoffs right now right. Like they're not eliminated they're not gonna make it obviously but they're not they're, even eliminated yeah, like I mean, you're gonna be your without. offense is like average car is playing average it's all average you wanted it to be great and it's average and that's disappointing but again there's a reason to think like with some better luck next year it could all be better and and i get i guess i get maybe the the sense like car isn't the guy like car longs that we're not gonna win a super bowl with this guy he's won one playoff game in his career like let's draft a guy let's get the rookie contract like that's just that opens our window more than Derek carr does and i guess i understand that but i still think it's messed up not to let him finish the season after everything he's given this franchise to just kind of bench him for your new england guy from an like just a person management standpoint, that's dumb. And it's not like you have the number one overall pick. So they're probably going to have to trade up. And how does Devontae Adams take this? Right. That's the other question. Cause yeah. Devontae came to, it's very, he's very vocal about it. Like I love Derek Carr. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's messed up. And I, I, I kind of get the logic, like moving on from Carr. Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, but. I man, listen. I, I would say I don't know. I would say that 
I am not as worried about the Devontae Adams stuff as maybe you have been all season because, like, what would he do? Right. What, like, okay, we're going to move on from Carr. Well, then I'm not playing. <laughs> well, we're, we can't <laughs> trade you, really. I mean, yeah. you have so much guaranteed money unless someone's taking that on, which I guess somebody would, but, like, he's locked in. They could just be like, no. I mean, teams have leverage in that situation. I guess I do get it. You know, I agree that Carr is not the guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl, but it would have been nice to let him play one more game at least before you're eliminated and then be like, we're going to see what Stidham has for one game. And I it's a home a game, difference. right? It's a home game. I'm, this is their last home game, right? Like, I have no let idea. It, let them finish. I yeah. think it's their, I, they're I hosting know, the Niners. I, I, I bet they let, let them finish more. it out in front of the fans. Like we, I feel like one thing and that gets, I'm not concerned about, go ahead, Blaine. My bad. I was just, one thing that I think, no, keep going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that gets, you Start know, <laughs> one thing that gets forgotten about is just how much a quarterback that is liked in the locker room matters, right? That, that atmosphere that Derek Carr brings of like being the leader of the Raiders you're not going to find that in Jared Stidham. You're not going to find that in CJ Stroud, if that's your guy, and then you have to trade up for him. Like, Derek Carr is the Raiders. The face of the Raiders is Derek Carr, and that matters. That's where I'm, that's kind of more where I'm concerned about the Devontae stuff. Isn't so much like, oh, he's going to get up and lead. He'll follow Derek Carr to, no. to Washington, wherever he goes. <laughs> Who knows? I don't think that's going to happen, but I do think that, you know, behind closed doors, he would say like, yo, Derek, that was messed up how coach did you like that? Yeah. Like, and now all of a sudden your star wide receiver is like, checked out. Damn, that, that head coach, that head coach, like did something bad to my friend, Derek Carr. Now I don't yeah. like him. Like that, that is a very, I'll give you that. And that's kind of where I'm more concerned is like, and then next year they start zero and four or something. Cause they've started, they're throwing, who knows they're throwing Michael Penix Jr. out there at quarterback and uh, or or they're throwing what's his Stidham they're throwing Stidham out there at quarterback and they're 0 and 4 and then and then Adams makes the big stink because it's all been brewing like it's just it's something it's a straw on the camel's back that's it might be a bale of hay on the camel's back but it just gets you there could be a point where this all blows up or Devontae wants it like down the line and it could all start here. Well, I, I, I would, that's where I'm concerned. Not that he's going to be like, I need to go back to green Bay immediately. Like, I don't think that's what he's going to say, but I would say that one of the things that maybe we're not looking at right now is that this move is not good or bad yet until Stidham plays. And what I would say is that this move does not look so bad if he plays well. The problem is, is that you are throwing him in against the 49ers, which is a terrible idea. <laughs> you know, if if, you, if they were like waiting a week and then it's like the last week, it's like we just want to see what he has. I think that's more acceptable. If you bench Derek Carr, which I'm not so bought into the idea. It's like, well, Carr's the, the Raiders locker room guy, so you can't move on from him. You you get the best quarterback you can. He's he's the locker rooms guy because he's the best quarterback in the in, on the team. But yeah, if you if you take out Derek Carr while you're not eliminated from the playoffs and he goes and plays terribly, which is a very real possibility, especially considering the defense that he has, you look like an idiot 
you look like a dummy and the players yeah. will care about that and they will respect you less for that. So I guess I don't disagree with moving off yeah. of Carr. I disagree with benching him right now. And I disagree with like, maybe Stidham will blow it up, but like, is Stidham really your answer? He's a career backup. He was a third round pick. It's not like, it's not like Rogers to love, right? Where love was drafted to be the franchise guy. And like, maybe if the Packers didn't have any kind of path, like maybe if they were still mathematically there, but it's a 0.001% chance, even if they went out, like then maybe you see what love has, even though they're not technically eliminated because love is always supposed to, he was always meant to be the franchise guy, but that's not really the case with Stidham. So I guess if Stidham like lights it up, but even if he does light it up, are you really going to like, are you really going to go into next year with Stidham? Like, I, I don't know. And, and maybe it's good to get him a, a, a game against a really good defense. Just so you know, like, right. Hey, this is what he looks like against a really good defense instead of this is what he looks like against a really bad defense. Cause that gives you just a little bit more information, but I'm just kind of against the idea of like going into next year with Stidham as your number one guy, when you've got a roster with Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller and Colton Miller and, and Max Crosby and Chandler Jones and Nate Hobbs and all these guys who are pretty good. Like this isn't, that's not a Stidham type of, situation <laughs> yeah that's a that's a rookie type of situation like a promising young rookie type of situation or uh unless they really believe in stidham and then i look like an idiot if, if stidham turns out to be the next dak prescott the third round pick but dak dak was a starter right away I, yeah dak started right away i, and I was good stupid. right away <laughs> like uh, i just i don't see yeah it. and and josh mcdaniels doesn't have this long track record of uh of like amazing personnel decisions or amazing people skills. So he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. Like, well, it worked last time when he started Tebow or whatever. I guess he got to the playoffs right. Tebow, but like, I don't know. Who knows? I, I think it's stupid. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I mean, but, they, they're not mathematically eliminated, but the odds that they make the playoffs is still really low. So, I mean, yeah, from that yeah. perspective, I can, I guess I can understand, like, you know, you're, I think Chandler Jones is out and, uh, oh, who's the, is it Perriman? Is Perriman out too? I don't um, even know so, if that so, matters so, to me. I think if you're not eliminated, you play your best guys. Maybe, maybe. I, I just, I, I can see like, they're like, okay, yeah, Denzel Perriman's out, you know, Rocky seems questionable. Chandler Jones is doubtful. Like, you're missing a lot of guys already. It's like, man, do we really want to put all of our chips in here? And then we get, uh, it's like, I don't know. It, I, I, I can don't, understand I don't it. I, I can kind of understand it, but it just. The logic is we're not going to have Carr next year. We don't think that we can win a Super Bowl with him. Fine. We'll give Stidham two games just so we have, we just know what we've got. And we can just go into the offseason with very clear eyes. And I get like. I could see it. It makes sense when you lay it out that simply, but it, I just think like car with where you're picking in the draft and with the caliber of quarterback car is, and with the season you've had, and I think there's reason to believe that it gets a little better. I, I just don't know if they're, that I don't know if they're going to go into 2022 with a quarter or 2023 with a quarterback better than Carr. I, I don't predict that's going to happen. I don't think the path is there unless they think they can go get Lamar or something. <laughs> but if it, I think they're going to downgrade a quarterback this offseason. And I think they're 
they're not handling this correctly. That's just kind of where I'm at. So that's, oh, it's fair. that's, that's where I'm at. Completely valid. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, do you want to take a look at the... we Theo, me and you talked a little bit about the AFC playoff picture um, on the live. Matt, I kind of want I kind of want to, you know, gauge your vision on this. So the Dolphins right now have the seventh seed, right? The the other teams you that think really the have are a, a lock. I don't agree with I don't, that I don't, at all. I, I don't think they're. Just, a, I don't think right they're a lock. The I, don't, I, I don't think they're a lock. Bladen, but I, I do. No, th- Bladen, I heard you say they were a lock. I listened to this live. I I know, but I, I I went and looked at like the playoff machine after. I'm like, okay, I I still think they have like pretty good odds because really only them and the Patriots control their own destiny, right? If either if either of those teams just win out, they're in, right? That's the Patriots and the Dolphins. But like the Jets have a very cle- a, a very reasonable path to get in, and the Steelers I think have a decent decently reasonable path to get in. They the need Jets, more they stuff just to happen went around, out in their end, right? Unless the Patriots went out. Okay, if the so, Patriots I mean, went very, out and the Jets went out, then okay. Then so there's the, very real the possibilities of the Dolphins in. missing the playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, I think I, I, I've I don't think they're a lock anymore. <laughs> Playing around I mean, with it, I had the Jets as the seventh seed. I had the Jets as the seventh seed when I was playing around with the playoff machine. I look at the Dolphins. Tua, I mean, that situation is so grossly fucked that, like, yeah. I just don't think he's going to play again this year. If he gets a fourth concussion in a year, like, it would be a complete disaster. Like, I just don't even think you can take three that chance already with how many he's had this year. Three is, three is three too many. Uh, four is just like you're really, really starting to have some conversations about like if you're ever going to have this guy again. So I, I honestly think they don't. Their defense isn't that good. First of all, their secondary is not that good. They're like Xavier Howard's having a bit of a down year. Like Cater Kohu, God bless him, is an undrafted free agent who's played like decently well this season. But like, is it? They're not like reliably able. They they lead the league in man coverage this year, and they don't quite have the guys to pull that off right now. And they're allowing like they're they're near the bottom of the league in, in defense right now. Plus, their offense yeah. now we're going to go with you know the backup quarterback, and it's kind of fallen off a bit here at the end anyway. And they're playing like two of the best defenses in the league in in the Jets and the Patriots. And I I just don't think they're going to be able to get off the ground really on offense. I think. Everything the ba- the vibes are bad. It's all about getting hot at the end, and they are getting they're ice cold right now, and and every single facet. I I honestly think the Dolphins are about to lose out to the pa- to the Patriots and the Jets because of how good those defenses are. That's my prediction. 
I don't know if you guys feel differently or I, what are your thoughts? Yeah, on, I mean, with Tua that? with Tua being out, it it's looking situation? pretty unlikely that the Dolphins make it at this point. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Matt. Where 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 do you stand? Who do you, who do you uh, think? I, I was in? saying, I, I think I think Teddy Bridgewater is really bad, and I think their defense <laughs> really sucks. Yeah, I, I I do. I think Teddy Bridgewater was. I mean, he was not good, and now you're going up against a Patriots defense that is you know very tough to go against, and the Jets defense that's very tough to go against. It's not an easy path out, and they've played both those teams before. It's it's very difficult for them, and I agree. It's like if I were if I were a Dolphins player, I would be demoralized. I don't, I don't know. I don't have like all of the scenarios in front of me. Like, can they win one game and get in or do they need to go? They can win one game. They can win one game. So if the Patriots, if they lose to the Patriots, which if Teddy's out or if they have Teddy playing in this game, they probably will lose that one. Um, they would then, they need to beat the Jets. That's basically the story. They, they absolutely, need to beat the Jets, but there's also... And Tua could be back for that game. It's not a lock not, that he he's could out. Be he, there I is... Kinda... I, I, I don't... I, I think Tua going back in would... Be, I agree with you. Like, I think there's no chance. That would be my... I guess I don't know. I think... I mean, I think there is no way they're putting him back in. <laughs> yeah, the... This medical staff and coaching staff, though, I don't know if I'd put it past them. Like, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, mismanaged him. I honestly, like, I honestly think he might just say, fuck you guys and leave after the season. You tampered to get Tom Brady to replace me. You tampered or you tried to get Deshaun Watson to replace me. And then you keep putting me in these dangerous situations, diagnosing me with concussions after I played the whole half, setting me up to fail by not getting, like, not detecting this. Uh, and putting me in for a fourth quarter where I threw three picks and like ruined everything. Like it's just been miserable. It's been miserable. But I do think he. I, I don't know if he'll do that because I don't know if he's that type of dude. And I do think that he likes McDaniel's for kind of resurrecting the career a bit. So I don't know. But yeah. I like man. It's that is he has just had such a rough go of it. It's it's been brutal for him. It really has. So yeah, if the. The Patriots beat the Dolphins this week, right? And the Jets beat the Seahawks week. I, I'm just like as a pencil in. Um, then the Patriots lose to the Bills and the Dolphins beat the Jets. The Dolphins are in the playoffs. Gotcha. Well, okay. so I have the Jets in the playoffs. I think because Mike White is coming back. I don't know what you guys feel about Mike White. My my take on him is he's not a playmaker, but I think they can beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks line is so bad right now. Their guards don't get any push in the run game. Like they're they're pretty one-dimensional at the moment and they don't really have a third wide receiver who can separate. So they could like the Chiefs were did a really good job on the back end kind of taking away Metcalf and and Lockett or I don't even know if Lockett played. Uh but there was a lot of Laquan Treadwell. There was a lot of um, there's a lot of Goodwin. There's a lot of like I don't I don't think Lockett played. My bad. Uh, I just don't think the Seahawks quite have the guys. Like I, I don't think Geno has really fallen off for them. I think that he's still playing at a decent level right now. Maybe not as good as he was earlier. But it, there's just not enough guys around him. Like I really think that Jets defense is going to shut them down and the Dolphins down. And I think when it comes to Mike White. Um, I know they're on a four-game losing skid. I know that White, Mike White has played some of these games, but I do think that he 
I'm always impressed by his reaction time and to like him looking at receivers and looking and throwing like in almost one motion. And he's pretty tall and he rips it over the middle. Like I think the quarterback play is going to be good enough that they win these next two games. And I think the Jets get in. If if you I don't like again, I don't know if you guys have played with this uh scenario, the playoff machine at all. Uh, and have like your your fourteen. It's, it's but basically going to come it, down to the Jets Dolphins game. It's basically going to come down to Week eighteen Jets versus Dolphins for who gets in. And then also, I mean, if the Bills, if the Bills lock up the one seed this week, then which would basically require the Broncos to beat the Chiefs, which I doubt happens. Uh, then I could see a scenario in which the Patriots beat the Bills and get in. But for the most part, I lean towards it's going to come down to Dolphins versus Jets. And if Tua plays in that game, I could see the Dolphins winning it. But if it's Teddy, Matt, yeah, I can definitely – that could be a disaster for the Dolphins. And it could be a, it could be a Jets playoff run. Yeah, I would Well, the Broncos will beat the Chiefs because – the Broncos will beat them because they have an interim head coach. Which is something we could also talk about, but they have an interim head <laughs> yeah. coach that went in that game. Anyway, they just got they just got beat by forty by Baker Mayfield and the Rams. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't think they're winning this game. <laughs> I, I agree. I think the Jets probably have the best chance since they're playing back to back, not great defenses. I don't think he's that good, but I honestly trust their offense with Mike White more than I trust the Patriots' offense, and that's kind of or the I don't know if I I think I trust the Dolphins' offense more even without. Tua than maybe the Jets with Mike White because of the scheme, because of the weapons they have. Like, I get that it's kind of a bit rough, but before the Tua maybe suffered that concussion, potentially, maybe this is speculation, but like when he was playing in the first half, like it was 20 yards per attempt. So I guess I trust the, even with Bridgewater, I, m- I might trust the Dolphins' offense the most, but their defense the least. Uh, then the, I trust the Patriots offense the least because of their play calling and the fact they've got match Patricia doing it. And I trust the, the jets defense the most, I think. And then like their offense, the second most and their schedule is, uh, I think a bit easier, uh, because they don't have the two great defenses. So yeah, I, I think it's, I think it'll be the jets. I think it'll be, it was always the jets. Um, and then somehow Mike White will go down again and we're going to get a, we're going to get a Mike White playoff game or a Zach Wilson playoff game where he has to roll into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. And it's going to be a, <laughs> the worst game ever played. So yeah. that's that's my prediction for the AFC. And it seems like we're all in agreement. I, I, yeah, think I don't so. feel that I, strongly I, about it because you're just predicting a couple of NFL games, though. Yeah. But taking a look at the NFC, Matt, your Panthers are still in contention. They still have hope. Do you believe that there's a chance that they can take the four seed away from Tampa? They basically they just have to beat the Bucks, right? That's what we talked yeah, about they have before. To beat the Saints too. They have to win out. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they have to beat the Saints. Yeah, because you have the same record. They're not going to make the playoffs. Ah. for the record. Nor would nor would <laughs> the consequences of making the playoffs do them any good. Then you'd be then people would be like, hmm, we should run it back with essentially the same team and coach and quarterback and all the same stuff. And you'd be like, yeah, well, they made the playoffs, but like they had a losing record. Like, obviously, it's pretty fluky. <laughs> and people would say, but they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs still, though. <laughs> they beat playoffs is playoffs, baby. They're good. And then they'd be married to, you know, not being serious about the quarterback position for another year. 
I mean, the Panthers are good at some stuff, though. I mean, they beat Tampa, but I think ultimately what kills them, J.C. Horn is out. So, yeah. I mean, are they like who who is going to be on Mike Evans? They just do. They just signed Josh Norman. Okay, so <laughs> I I have There's your very answer. little faith in them. I think that they they do a good job against teams with bad run defenses. Their offensive line is very good. I think ultimately they probably won't pull it off. I also don't care. I think whichever team makes it will probably lose to the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at this game and and so you're going to make the 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 Bucks can't run the football, but it's not going to matter because the secondary is so bad without JC Horn. It's just going to be right. atrocious, right? That's right. probably what this game looks like is eight carries for Leonard Fournette and they win anyway. Like that's that's <laughs> eight for Lenny, five for Shad White and uh final score it's like 20 four to like 14 or something like that the panthers are an interesting team they're near the top of the league they might be at the top of the league in in the percent of times they stack the box they they play with really heavy boxes usually which means just less guys in the secondary anyway so if you play that way without jc horn i I think it's just going to be kind of a disaster um but they really are going to make them one-dimensional they really are going to make the bucks one-dimensional there's just no way against Derek Brown and and this run defense, which isn't like the best run defense in the entire league or anything, but they do stack the box and it is all right. Um, like maybe if Brady's throws some bad picks, like they'll have a chance. The Bucks run defense isn't anything super special right now. They stack the box a lot too. They've got a lot of guys like com- de- committed to defending the run, and they're not bad at it, but they're just average even with all those extra resources. So there there definitely is a world where you know, that you can run the ball on this team, but you can't really punish them through the air for these lighter boxes with Darnold. And uh, yeah, I, I just, I just think Horn is a, kind of an insurmountable thing. I obviously Matt is correct there. So yeah, losing your best player is never, <laughs> yeah. is never a good, is never a good sign. Tampa Brady will be back in the playoffs. Once again, we hate to see it, but honestly, maybe- I would. I, I'm rooting for them to make the playoffs. Really? I want the Buccaneers to do it because, yeah, I'd rather see. I'd rather see Brady in the playoffs than Darnold. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather see Mike Evans and this offense that could maybe sometimes like put something together than 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 the Panthers. I'm sorry for entertainment value and for my preseason predictions. Oh, okay. I would rather. Okay get one extra thing right which is the bucks winning this division and then we Um, get to see Dak beat brady Uh, in the playoffs and that's great for all the Dak narratives so yeah i'd i'd like to see a a Dak win in the playoffs i i am a Dak fan so yeah i I, i'm i i am rooting for the entertainment value and i think that uh the bucks although the bucks are miserable to watch neither of these teams are it's a bad division it's It's a bad bad division but that's not the wild card it's not the wild card, but I thought it would be worth noting. You know who is in the wild card, though? It is. Theo's Green Bay Packers, potentially. They're in the race, at least. Yeah. Seven and eight, behind Detroit, they behind Seattle, out. behind Washington, and behind the Giants. Yeah, but all they need to do is they need to win their next two games, and yes. then they just need Washington to win, to win uh, to lose one of their games. So it's not impossible. No, it's, it's not. a bit tough to say how they'll match up with the Vikings. Obviously, the Packers game was the Vikings' 
only like quality win this year that wasn't by one possession. Like that's the one where they soundly beat a team was against the Packers in week one. And I don't know, man, like even against the Dolphins, like that game was agonizing to watch. I can't believe we won that game because the whole time it was Tua's picking up 20 yards uh, pass until like he hits his head. And now all of a sudden he's just throwing it directly to our guys. The offense was frustrating (laughs) the entire time. Rogers honestly wasn't playing well. Like against the Rams, they only put up what 21 points. Like I, They've turned it around a little bit. They've strung some wins together, but like against the Bears, they were losing the whole game. And then towards the end, they finally made the comeback. Like as bad of an 11 and or a 12 and three team that the Vikings are, like the Packers are worse. They're a worse team. They're a worse roster. They're a worse squad. So I, I kind of think they're going to lose this weekend. And I think for the NFC, just playing around with the playoff machine. I ended up with just the Giants and the and Washington keeping their spots is what I had. I think I think Washington can beat the Browns. I agree. And <laughs> the Giants schedule, they can beat the Colts. Like it's really not that tough for those two teams. I think the Lions are going to lose one of their next two, whether that be to the Bears or the Packers. Those are both teams that can run the football. Uh, they're top 10 in rushing success rate. The Bears are like a top five team rushing the football. Like they're, they're really good. There's maybe the Baltimore Ravens are better than them in a lot of metrics, but that's really about it. And the Panthers just ran all over them. I think like one of those two teams is going to be able to pound the rock like the Panthers didn't beat the Lions. So, and I think the Lions and Vikings aren't free wins for the Packers. I mean, they lost to those teams yeah. the first two things. So I, I honestly think it's just going to be Washington and New York. If you lose to the Vikings, keeping their spots. you basically screw yourself. Like you would need, you would need the Lions to like oh, yeah. lose out. You would need the Commanders to lose out. You would need Seattle to lose. Like so much would have to go your way. The Minnesota game is so crucial, and so I mean, so is the Detroit game. But like it, it all starts this week. And like, good lord. I mean, Minnesota is still a yeah, great team. It, it needs Jeff, to, they Jefferson. need to win the Minnesota game, but yeah. And then they could lose the lions. So I, I just don't know <laughs> if I see the Packers going two and O over this stretch. Cause the lions aren't an easy team. They're and not. like, yes, the run game is like, okay for the Packers, but it's not like it wasn't good enough to beat them the first time around. So, right. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it is. And it, that's also truth. The bears there, the lions are two and O against the Packers and bears so far. So it's definitely possible, but, I, I do think they're going to drop one of their next two. I, that's just kind of where my head is at with them. But I don't know what you guys think of the Giants, if maybe their roster is just too bad to win anything going forward. But Well, they play uh, the Colts this week. That's my thoughts. And the Colts also stink. So, like, they can, <laughs> yeah. they can beat Nick the Colts. Foles, right? Yeah, and he just threw three picks yeah. against the Chargers. Yeah, um, man. I'm um, hoping... <laughs> That game was hilariously bad. I haven't seen a quarterback like look that washed in a long time. Yeah, but, it was, yeah, it was gross. So yeah, I mean they they'll probably they'll probably beat the Colts. The command the Commanders are are the interesting one, I think, because with Carson Carson Wentz, we know cannot is not going to win cons- like consecutive games. Like he will almost certain like they will probably lose to Dallas. 
And then it's a matter of, do they beat the Browns? Maybe, maybe they beat the Browns, but also the Browns have a great rushing attack, but then the you know, commanders also have a great defensive but it's fallen off since it's fallen off it's not great anymore with watson there's there's apparently because they're running triple option they're running option (laughs) and like the browns have run like three different offensive styles you've seen it matt but like yeah the one where they're like the analytics guys in there like making like calling all of like what they need to do for stefanski yeah the browns like don't run the ball in like third and short because the analytics say that it's not an efficient play so they'll throw it on like third and one. <laughs> analytics it's, it's strikes awful. again. <laughs> so analytics strikes again. Yeah, everyone's saying fires to fans. I have like, not the seen offense, this report. Like, That's fascinating to me. It's, it's really weird because it's like I've seen so many people say that the Browns need to fire Stefanski. And Running I'm like, on it third and one is an efficient play. It that's it is um, like not to the maybe analytics. It like, maybe it was like third and four. <laughs> maybe it was like third and four or something. I don't know. But even still, you have Nick Chubb and the best like the best guard duo in football. I'm running trap like every every play, <laughs> but it, it's it's ridiculous. I I don't understand it. So the Browns will probably lose if they keep calling games the way they have been. Um. That's but, yeah, crazy. No, <laughs> That's crazy to do. Look, yeah, no. And here's the thing about like the analytic. I'm for <laughs> analytical like decisions when it comes to fourth down and like go for it, be aggressive. That's all good. But for every single play, because then just you're you're predictable. Like obviously you're gonna all of a sudden the numbers that you have for and like all the data that has come right. come into this decision right has been data from plays where that come from coaches making the decision and not analytics guys making the decision because when you're calling the pass and there's a report out on you that you call pass on third and four because that's what the analytics say to do all of a sudden when you're predictable the numbers are all completely different right like when the the situation has changed and none of your numbers are relevant anymore because you are doing things differently and it's not just a play call it's now a play call that people know is coming because you just go by this book and if the other team has that book and they do they can just say hey analytics guy what are the browns going to do here what does it say <laughs> so all of a sudden all your numbers are useless right. and you're just gonna it's gonna reverse all of a sudden now rushing is going to be more efficient than passing Which in like, the browns some, case like, sometimes it soon. is anyway <laughs> Which it is. Yes. <laughs> it's like running the it ball is, anyway. is almost always the more efficient option for the Cleveland Browns. Oh my god! Right. You're, <laughs> yes, that is the thing. But the other thing they're doing is just running. They're running triple option. Like they're they're having like this mesh point. They're having like Watson read things out. They're like hesitating, and it's like, bro, just if you're gonna hand it off to Chubb, hand it off to Chubb. Like, don't make him like stop his feet at this mesh point and just kind of like have this readout process where he doesn't have this full head of steam going forward anymore. Like they're not good at triple option. They're not good at read option. Yeah. Like Watson isn't this electric athlete right now. Like he's very, they're not good at it, but they, their offense was fine for Watson before, before Watson came in. It's like, Oh, they're running lots of empty. There's not much play action in it right now. Like they're, they're having the quarterback play point guard and, that's what you want to add Watson to like, that's fine. And now right. it's just like, we're going to run a offense for 
Chris Strevler with option and <laughs> like pitches and, and, and RPO. It's, this is not, this is a Chris Strevler offense. If you have an elite quarterback like Watson or someone who was at least, you know, you'd hope to be elite, an elite like, skill just set. have him read things out and sh- right. Like that's what he was. Should, if you're getting 2020 Watson, which is probably what you should be like, you shouldn't be running read option. You should, I don't know. I don't know, man. So I think Washington is going to beat them because I don't think they have an identity. I don't, I think they're like, I don't think they know what they're doing with Watson right now. And I think Watson is very rusty. So, and I think like Washington has one of the top defenses. So I think, I think Washington is getting one more. Maybe they lose to Dallas, but I think Washington is getting one more. I think the giants are going to win because their schedule is easy. And I think the The only, the the only thing that could cost Washington is if you, if you just get a Carson Wentz, like one of those Carson Wentz bozo games, and he has like three awful interceptions, one or two go back for for six points, <laughs> and all of a sudden, so the like what happened last was, year? You're describing yeah, what happened the, last literally, year. Literally, what happened last year when they should have made the playoffs and they just <laughs> needed to win one of their next two games and they lost both of them. Um, in ver- and both are very winnable games, but uh. Actually, the Dallas game is probably not going to be, but the Cleveland game they should they should win that one. But yeah, I I, I kind of I think the Commanders and Giants probably should get in. The Seahawks I could see, like of all these schedules, I think that play out like the Giants have the, the Colts, and that's that's a good that's a good winnable game. The Commanders have Cleveland, but there's a world in which Carson Wentz just collapses. The the Seahawks have the Jets, which we've kind of talked about. That game could, that game could, I feel like, go kind of either way. And then they have the Rams. I mean, if they can win out in, in those games, that really puts them in good standing, especially if you know the Commanders lose. So I, I don't compl- yeah. I wouldn't completely. Do you think count- they will beat the Jets? I don't. I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> like their defense, I don't know if their defense quite has the juice. That might that might be the one concern. It's you like, mean their offense? I mean, I don't, oh, wait. Would you, do you mean their offense or their defense? Because <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. <laughs> it could be both. Yeah, because I mean, is Tyler Lockett still out? If Tyler Lockett's still out, and uh, their their offense just really hasn't been great. Their defense. I mean, outside of Wool, outside of a few guys like Woolen and Nwosu, um. Yeah, like they they could very easily be cooked, but at the, the same wild time, the card Jets right really now is the wild card right now is a bunch of teams that are trending down. It's kind of hard to predict who's going to buck that trend and That's finish true. out strong. Um, yeah, because the Jets are on a four game losing streak, and their offense hasn't scored more than twenty points in like four weeks or five weeks or whatever. And everybody kind of has middling paths to it as well. I mean, you look at like. The, the Packers' path is not that easy. You're talking about like the Jets and the Patriots and the Dolphins. None of them really have it like easy. The Seahawks, they don't really have it like easy. They've got real games to play. Yeah. It's- of all the wild card teams, maybe, of, of the Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Washington, New York, Green Bay, like all the teams we've talked about on this podcast so far, do you think any of them can win a first-round game? Oh, yeah, it's one game. <laughs> I I just I, dis- I disagree with the concept of that question. Yeah, it's the NFL. It's one game. <laughs> okay. Do you think? Do you think it matters? <laughs> do you think it matters? I guess is maybe the better way to phrase that. Like who gets in and who doesn't. Like is there a 
is someone like, is there a team that, oh, if you let them in right now, like maybe Miami, like they're the team that to me, like at their peak could be a tier above these other ones just because of the highs we've seen them reach in at points this season. But it hasn't been a good, they haven't reached those highs against any good teams. So like, I don't even know if what we're talking about really is going to matter after the first round. I don't, of the I don't think the giants, I don't think the giants really stand a too great of a chance right now. They'd be set up to go against San Francisco. I think they would get cooked Washington though, th- with their defense, they could go toe to toe with Minnesota. They have beaten the Eagles. I, I can't already. believe Washington is messing around with the quarterback position this late into the season. Just throw Heineke <laughs> out there, man. Jesus Christ. I think oh, the team man. that is most likely to win one would be the lions. I like the lions, the lions. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. And I, I think, I think in the world where the lions are the seven seed, they could beat the Vikings. That could yeah. happen yeah, because they crushed them. The Viking, or the the Vikings can't run, which is how you expose the Lions. The Lions have a very good, the, the Lions' offense is up and down, but they have the ability to go out and put up points. I think that would be the game where you're like, if I were the Vikings, I'd rather play the Giants. I'd probably rather play the Commanders. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Lions were straight up favored in that game, and then they covered the spread. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's you're definitely right about that, Matt. Uh, that it's probably them. It is probably them or whoever really plays the Vikings in the first. That's the thing is playing round the, the, is, the Vikings uh, are on are on first round exit watch. They're on first <laughs> no round watch. Who I they. hate to say it. I see a lot of the Packer fans. There's some Packer fans who just cannot stand like that. The Vikings are doing this good, and they're like, "Look at the the like expected wins. They have only got eight of them. This team is so lucky." And like that, it's kind of annoying to see because it's like well yeah like every viking fan knows that (laughs) they don't like no viking fan is under this like illusion that they're just this juggernaut team like they know they're just by the skin of their teeth yeah so with that being said like yeah they are they are extremely lucky and a little bit fraudulent like i think everyone knows that and i don't think packers fans just keep saying it they're like over and over and over again they're like oh my god they won all these one score games like da 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 it's like yeah we everyone knows dude we like know. we we get it they're <laughs> they're 14 and 3 like they are at the end of the day we all know that they're not the best 14 yeah. and 3 team ever what do you think it would win this vikings team or the 11 and 0 steelers from a couple years ago this vikings uh, team yeah this vikings that 11 team. and 0 steelers team like straight <laughs> up did so not pass what happened to that 11 and 0 steelers team is like this happens too I think this is one of the more interesting thing that happens. Quarterbacks get so old that their arm starts to give out during the season. Like it's like a pitcher. Like they can't get through the year. It happened really bad to Big Ben that season. His arm went kaput, and they like could not throw deep. Uh, And I forget who else. Maybe like Philip Rivers, Drew Brees. But that was just like there were just years where it's like oh. He's yeah, not that hitting. happened to Drew Brees in like 2017, and he just kept playing. <laughs> right. So, in the playoffs, I would take I would take the Vikings pretty easily, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. By the end, like Roethlisberger was completely, completely washed. He was completely washed. Um. Anyway, that's a fun little hypothetical. Yeah, whoever plays uh, Minnesota. But- 
I think will probably win. The problem with whoever's going to be the seven seed, Matt, is you're right. That team will almost certainly lose because they have to play either Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cincinnati. And those are the teams that we consistently say are the three most terrifying teams to meet in the playoffs. So, right. If one of those teams gets upset round one, I'd be pretty shocked. I don't know if they'll probably beat the Vikings. I don't know if I'd say the Vikings will like just likely lose in the first round, but they, unless any it's to, like, team the Giants. Can, can roll into Minnesota and have a shot at the end. They could have a shot <laughs> at the end. They will have a chance to win the game. The Vikings will make will, sure they, <laughs> they will give is, you a fight. That is what chance. is likely. <laughs> I guess that's at the fair. end of the Detroit. game, you will most likely. <laughs> control your own destiny um, <laughs> are there any are there any playoff they, this is kind of unrelated but are there any playoff yeah. matchups that you guys particularly want to see there's one in mind that i'm looking at that's very possible i want to see like in the first round oh or just i want Pack- i really want packers vikings in the first round i really really <laughs> want that to happen uh my my interest in the season has been renewed now that the chances of this are, are you know there again because if the vikings beat the packers i do i really won't care because the packers i wrote off this season like weeks ago and if we make it with a shot to beat them i'll be okay but if we can if the packers can beat the the vikings after this like 14 or 15 win season they're about to have that would be awesome like that would be an all-timer would not be better than when the browns i think that the packers obliterated the steelers in the first round it would be like that it would be like that but like would they just have everything to gain and nothing to lose in the playoffs if they make it so i really want a shot at this vikings team to send them home in the playoffs and i honestly don't even hate the vikings anymore like i grew up in minnesota as a packers fan i used to just hate them and now that i kind of cover every team and i i I really am not like oh the vikings oh they have this huge winning season i'm so mad (laughs) the the only time my hate gets renewed for the Minnesota Vikings is when I go home and I hear Paul Allen's voice on KFAN. <laughs> I hate Paul Allen and I pray all the fans, like my friends who are Viking fans, like I'd, I'd honestly like to see all of them all happy. I'd like to see like the parade down, down like in Minneapolis for the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. Everyone there who's never seen him win it. Like, honestly, I'd be a little happy for all of them, but to, to, Imagine Paul Allen calling a Viking Super Bowl victory makes me throw up in my mouth. And he's, I am a Paul Allen hater. So he's their announcer for people who don't know. He is the announcer for the Minnesota Vikings that he is just so over the top. He's someone that if you're a Viking fan, you love him. But if you're not a Viking fan, you, you just love to hate him because he's just so over the top and so... Obviously, he's their play-by-play guy, so yeah. like biased isn't shocking. But he's just—he loves them so much, and he hates the Packers so much. <laughs> and I just want to see him see him fall. You want to see him, in and tears. I'd also like to see a Dallas Philly. I'd like to see Dallas versus Philly. Uh, that's the other one I'd mm. like to see. And um, yeah, that's those are kind of my main two. Matt, what did you want? Maybe to a see? Buffalo Kansas City rematch. Oh, I want to see Bengals Chargers. That's what I thought. Because oh, Burrow yeah. Herbert. Oh yeah, because a I think I think there's pretty decent odds that the Bengals would win that one, and if they did, I mean, oh come on, 
You're praying on Herbert's downfall. Oh yeah, I think. I don't think. I don't. I don't have anything against Herbert. I don't think anybody is wrong about Herbert. I still find it annoying, though. It still bothers me. I don't know particularly why, but it's like, you know, Herbert goes out and he has like a like a 200 yard on 40 throw one interception game, and well, actually, it's like. But then, like, Keenan Allen could have 100 yards, and I'm supposed to believe that he just, like, totally sucks entirely. I've never seen this done with any other quarterback. (laughs) And I don't know. I don't think it's wrong. That's because it's a unique situation. (sighs) It's like... Keenan doesn't (laughs) suck. He's just not an athlete anymore. And it's It's like, like, I... like that Colts game, he just settles in the zone yeah, a million I mean, times. Keenan, and like, Keenan's that's good. a really it's smart player. Okay, that's that. fine. That's what he is. Okay, that's those fine. are still that's fine. Well, he's, okay, he's, not, he's not. Those you're, yards you're don't run into a team. And here's here's you the run other into thing the Raiders. Like, no, I'm not saying they don't count. It's <laughs> just like if you're projecting forward, if you're projecting like where does he rank as a wide receiver? How useful is he? Well, he's useful if you're playing a team that just plays zone. But if you go into the playoffs and there's a team that has the corners to just play press man the whole time like do you project keenan to like have a great game no so that's that's what the keenan thing is is like can he have a good game does he does he have things he's good at yes but if you're like projecting forward and the and the talent but well my my other problem with it is like okay well it's like a lot of herbert fans like well obviously like herbert is just so, like, you know, Herbert's not putting up amazing numbers. I don't think it's unreasonable to expect people who don't, like, watch all 22 and all the film to not think he's that awesome. I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think, like, yeah, he's a little underrated right now. Of course he is. He's not on a good team. But what I can't stand is the idea where it's like, well, obviously Herbert is blah, blah, blah. And everyone should know this. And we all saw this coming. But it's like all of these people who are talking about Herbert like this. And, I mean, Theo, you did too. And I'm not saying you're, like, an idiot for it. But it's like. They were wrong about oh, the Chargers yeah, being did, a good situation. Yeah. So it's not like like her, the Herbert fan base is just like on like another level of like, oh, we're so much like, no, I mean, it's like you, I don't disagree. It's like you had to pivot from like, okay, this Chargers team is really good around them too. Okay, we start the season, it's not. But then we got to say like, hey, you guys missed on that one. Right. I guess. Yeah, I missed yeah. on the Chargers situation. Like I, I yeah. thought they were going to be better but too. they also been really hurt. I mean, they were the second and best he, offense if, last if they year. They were like, that's, that, it, it, that's no, just no, the case, no, and it was no, the same no, offense. No, 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 no injury. Injury is not it. If they were completely healthy, we would be saying the same thing. But you don't like because Mike Williams Keenan's and Keenan Allen. You be. don't like those two receivers. They yeah, don't like them. Because Ke- right, yeah. Okay, well, then if that, the receivers right. were healthy, it would make no difference in terms of like whether or not Herbert got a pass for playing, like putting up bad stats. Sure, <laughs> sure. I think that's. I but think you that's see, 100%. You see, so you want to see the? No, that, that's a reasonable thing to say, well, Herbert. W- repeat it for me. Wait, wait, repeat it for me one more time. I'm. I. I can't even. My. I'm so angry right now that you're anti-Herbert. That if the I've Chargers were completely healthy, words. If the Chargers were completely healthy yes. and Herbert put up bad stat lines, would you be like, "That's on Herbert"? No, you don't think the receivers. Uh, well, it depends on how he played. You you know what if he played I, if he didn't do if, if if the tape said that he was okay, doing let like me rephrase the question then throws and so so do you believe that Herbert's going he to do how well he plays. do you believe that Herbert's going to do well next year when the Chargers are healthy with the core that they have right now yes yes you believe that so you are pro I, their receivers think you think so. their receivers are good and they were just hurt I think Herbert's good no that's not what I that's I not what that we're talking Herbert, about we're saying. 
I think that Herbert is going to put up. I think that okay. I think that. I think that the number, well, they don't have a path to, to adding an elite wide receiver to their mm-hmm. team. They don't have that path because, because the draft doesn't have this freak wide receiver who's amazing at the top. Like Quentin Johnston is okay. Like he's, he's got speed and he's tall, but like he's not super technically refined to me and his catching technique is weird. He reminds me a bit of Kevin White, to be completely honest. So like maybe they add him and he, I'm totally wrong on him. I've been wrong on players before in the draft. So, but he's not someone who like, to me is Jamar chase and neither. And I think that like Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think he's like, I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think that, uh, which is good. Like that's a pro bowl caliber guy. So I'd like to see him add someone like that. Uh, and I think that, but he's not like overwhelmingly this like electric guy to add. But I think if they add someone like that and the guys stay healthy, like Keenan and Williams and, you know, a third guy. I think if they're healthy, it's not horrible. It's not horrible, but their offense could be at another level. I, I think, a, I think we've gotten so really far away. I, I, all I'm saying is, is like, so I, well, you know, I, I, I think that the Herbert stuff, I understand why people are low on him. I think he's really great. I don't think the Herbert people are wrong. But Burrow beating Herbert would be hilarious in the playoffs. And I'm always rooting for Burrow because he plays for Cincinnati. And I think that the (laughs) Chargers being hurt, their offense being hurt, if they were healthy, people defending Herbert would not be like, actually, Herbert has a really good supporting cast around them. The the receivers would still be called very bad. So the the wide receivers are just that they're good. They're like, fine. They're good. They're like... Like they're good at their specific little thing. Like Keenan's good at his little thing, and Mike Williams is good as his at his thing. And like together, it, it's a workable situation. But once one of them goes down, like that's kind of where I'm at. So if they're both healthy and they're both good at their thing, like it's fine. It'll be fine. Like Herbert will play well. He put up 5,300 yards and 41 touchdowns last year when they were both like. It was an amazing season. It was a it was an amazing season. The numbers backed it up. The he was top of the league. The, 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 Everything. The, the eye the, test was the awesome. Difference. Everything. The res, the offense was awesome. It all lined up last year when they were both healthy, and I think that people get get a little excited about Keenan and Mike Williams, and they're like, "Dude, Herbert's got like like the whole Dolphins like Tua versus Herbert thing is like well." Your your mitt like he has Eckler and he has he has Williams and he has Keenan Allen. It's like yeah, those are all good players. Like it's not a bad situation, but like they talk about these guys like it's the same as Jamar Chase and T Higgins and and everything. It's like it's not like don't you, game don't you wish you were just like, you were on the team of the quarterback that you didn't have to make so many excuses for who actually who actually knows <laughs> yes. how to win a playoff game. <laughs> win it's uh, well here's the thing is like if burrow beats if burrow beats herbert in the playoffs i'm not even mad at burrow at burrow over herbert as a take anymore because i think i think that burrow is like taking his game to a new level this year i think like last year herbert was clearly better than burrow i i I live by that even though burrow went to the super bowl i really think that herbert was like a a bit like better than burrow last year i i do and i think like last year like herbert had the better season he led the better offense he put a better numbers i think the eye test not that i think like watching film he was a bit more impressive because it was a little bit less reliant on like these jamar chase like open go balls I, i i really think it all aligned for herbert last year this year like if you want to put burt like i think burrow's playing totally lights out like at all all levels of the yeah. field like i think he's gotten even better like at everything so like i'm not even mad at the burrow last year i was mad at the burrow over herbert takes 
this year I could care. Like I, I still am a Herbert fan because he gets a little bit more slander. Like bro doesn't really get much slander nowadays. Like I'm sure Bengals fans be like, what? Yes, he does bro. But really like the whole Joe Shiesty thing, like, and, and like the press conference, yeah. like everyone really does kind of love Burrow right now. So I, I wouldn't be mad. I would like to see it too. I'd like to see it too. I think that, I think that that's going to be a modern day, like Manning Brady, like all these, like Breeze Rogers, dude. The like, number I, I don't disagree. Like I'd love to see the number of quarterback matchups is like, dude. This is like, this is like Brady Manning, <laughs> and then it's like not like that at all. Is hilarious. I don't it's hate like Herbert Mahomes either. Bro, I literally do Mahomes. think he's a top five quarterback. I feel very strongly about it. Manning Brady is a bit much because Manning and Brady are like the two best players ever. Maybe it's like Breeze Rogers or Roethlisberger Breeze. Maybe it's like something like that. I don't know, Rivers. but. <laughs> <laughs> rivers rivers breeze maybe peyton and, and, and brady's a bit a bit much uh, no but I'm... um at any rate i and i also think one more thing because we're way uh, we're, we're kind of over time i do think that this matchup burrow versus herbert would have been more heated last year i think that i honestly think that tua <laughs> to on was like a common enemy for both burrow and herbert people and like, I don't think there's as I don't much know, man. If Herbert goes and puts year. out a stinker against the Bengals and Burrow plays well, even just number wise, and it's not Herbert playing bad, but it's like the play calling's bad and the receivers aren't getting open and the Bengals defense is a lot better. It's not going to look good for the for the Herbert narratives, even though I do agree it's not as heated as it was last year. It could be pretty ugly. So I'm rooting for it, I think, regardless I of what happens. It'd be Matt's, funny, Matt's so, always yeah. rooting for whatever makes Twitter the most exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's just because <laughs> whatever makes Twitter the most exciting is like the most interesting things. I'm not, I'm yeah. not rooting for like Hooray. boring stuff to happen. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, Bladen, do you have any, any matchups that, that we haven't discussed that you have? Man, like, the only thing I want to see cool. is, is Jalen Hurts win a Super Bowl, man. That's all that matters. Okay. That's all that matters. <laughs> so you want to see like Philly versus you want their path to be like Washington, New York, Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah. And then they play like, I don't even know who. And then is. they play like Jacksonville. They play, yeah. The Jags in the, the Super Jets Bowl. Honestly, the Chargers. <laughs> the um, Chargers. Some, some really yeah, easy Yeah, path. for sure. Uh, no, but I, I, I do think the Bengals, I do think the Bengals Chargers is a good matchup to watch for. Though it, it could really the Chargers just running all their like checkdowns and <laughs> drag routes could really screw them over in a in a game like that. Just Cowboys just, versus <laughs> Eagle, just like trying to ahead, keep yeah. up with like it, a Jamar all like a Jamar Chase like go route or a T Higgins like fifty yard on your head touchdown. And then you throw like a drag route to Keenan Allen to respond. <laughs> it's, it's just a very, that's like the most likely scenario I see happening. <laughs> the Chargers defense has been playing so good recently. Like the Chargers defense yeah, has really T. been Yeah, but T. Higgins catches everything. Weeks. <laughs> and Jamar Chase will break four tackles on, he will, he will break off one. So that's at least two touchdowns yeah. there. But. Yeah, I don't know. Those are b- both good match. The Chargers, Bengals, and Cowboys, Eagles. I think are both great matchups. You know, I like um, Panthers, Cowboys as well. I think just talking <laughs> about that on Twitter for a week before the inevitable happened would be hilarious. 
I think playing like the ignorant Panthers fan who is like sure they're going to win would yeah would be a fun <laughs> that would be moment. great. It would be. I want to see the I want to see the the Cowboys Eagles NFC Championship game. That would <laughs> that feed would be families. that would be fun. that would be. We haven't seen the Cowboys and Eagles play all year where both quarterbacks have been healthy. First time it was Cooper uh, that's Rush. That's what I'm rooting for. I want to see them both. Second time it was Minshew. Yep. It would be horrible to go the whole year without seeing the Dak versus Hurts, Cowboys, Eagles with the Super Bowl on the line. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wouldn't care who wins. That's that's something that's like fun for me to say as someone who doesn't care if the Cowboys or Eagles go to the Super Bowl. Um, but like if I was a Cowboys or Eagles fan, I would it would almost not even be worth it for the chance because like the stakes would be so high. If you lost, would you would never, ever, ever hear the end of it. It would be crazy. No, so that, that's what I, that's the main thing I'm rooting for. That would be the most electric championship game other than like Bill's Chiefs rematch, I guess, or like Bengals Chiefs rematch. Um, but yeah, before we get out, we have to give our, our light praise to Luka Doncic, aka the NBA's equivalent of Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for having that. <laughs> very far callback shout out if you remember yeah, no. that luke is different man and i i honestly think i wonder how him and the mat how this saga is gonna end that's the only like I, i'm not gonna be able to say anything about luca you don't already know but i'm interested about the dallas saga they're the seventh seed right now i think it's hard to be much worse than that i know the west is close it's hard to be much worse than that uh with a player as good as luca on your team I don't know if I'm like looking out at the NBA world and I'm like, there's the option for them to go become a contender. There's the move they need to go make. Yeah. I mean, who's yeah. the, who's the second best I, player? I agree. I, I'll just Mavs say right now. It's kind of, it's kind of a mix. Yeah. Hard yeah it depends don't. on the night. Luca yeah. is the first and second best player, and then first, second, and third best player, and is also the best man off the bench. Uh. Since last year's playoffs have kind of soft launched the Luca best player in the league narrative, and when we talked about the NBA earlier, I think I listed him as MVP. And I'm, I'm never someone who is going to like completely like go all in and be like every day on Twitter, Luca, Luca, this, Luca, that. This guy's the best because there's a lot of guys at the top who are all. And it's here. Jokic is playing at a like he should probably win three MVPs in a row. So like he could obviously be the best player. Giannis could be the best. Embiid could be the best. Like, but Luca, I don't know, man. He's a he is just consistently putting a pretty bad team on his back and doing the most lucrative things I've ever seen in my life and lucrative shots and just situations that he gets them into, like. Them in the Western Conference Finals, what? Them winning that game when teams were like, oh, and 13,128 in like those situations in the fourth quarter before him. Like he's just, he to me is just a prodigy and, and the best in the league. So that's, that's kind of my take. And it's kind of always been the take. But once Gian- Giannis will have like a 50, 20 and 10 night now. And yeah. then I'll be like, well, maybe. And then he'll have like, 10 blocks and some ridiculous defensive night as well. And then I'll be like, well, Luca, you can't do that on defense. Maybe it is. And then Jokic will be the best passer ever. And 
you know, be crazy valuable all the time because he never makes any mistakes. Or something and, crazy. And then I'll be like, well, maybe it's Jokic. And then Embiid will drop it, the Giannis game. And then I'll be like, well, you yeah, know. I mean, those, there's a big three. There's, there's a pretty clear big three in the NBA right now. It's big like five, I'd say. Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Tatum. Maybe you could throw Tatum in that at this point, but who knows? Getting up there. Getting up there, but props to Luca. First anyway. 60 2010 game ever. Lamelo, <laughs> Lamelo, De'Aaron Fox. Obviously, my little cousin. Uh, my little cousin got a Lamelo ball jersey for Christmas. That's He's not awesome. a Hornets fan. Shout out, like, shout out, Theo's little cousin. Yeah. Common Theo's <laughs> little cousin W. Uh, yes, but yeah, He's no, a, yeah. He's a Lamelo fan. W. But that pretty much wraps things up. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We will be back to recap some of these games uh, you know, after this weekend. Hope you all had a very happy holidays. Hope everyone has a great, you know, very happy new year. And as always, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a Robinhood ira on top then they'll boost it by three percent you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account you get three percent on top of that is there a limit to the match no limit Robinhood gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any ira on the market sign up for Robinhood gold at robinhood.com boost by april 30th subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood financial llc member sipc